Hello, it's Sumo Mainichi and it's day three of the Natsu Basho. Heaps of action as usual and we're going to bring it all to you. I'm Amy. I'm Dave. One of the things I love about Sumo is the yobidashi calls of people's names as they're stepping up onto the ring yep. to start their pre-match ritual. And today, uh, one of the yobidashi really caught my ear and I thought, I'm going to take the trouble to capture this and play it for you. This is the sweet tones of a man named Kunio. Absolute vocal control of that man. He is so beautiful. I'm so glad you're giving him some glory. Have to give him some glory. That the way he held on Day Shawhall there. I've seen bouts not go for that long. Yes. So beautiful. I will when I get time try to bring you some other Yobidashi features here and there. Well, there's a real mixture out there. There's a real mixture. Being a great vocalist is certainly not a prerequisite of this job. I thought, I thought you were about to say, being a great vocalist, I can identify what's good and bad about the rest of well, the Yobidashi. There's a problem with the start of that sentence. So you're picking yourself <laughs> up there. Yeah, I mean it's such it's one of the things that I found um, really interesting when I started watching Sumo. I ha- I'd never seen any calls like it because, you know, you see a, a lot of referee calls during other sports being made, but that ritual is just such a musical and, well, mostly well, musical. musical, yeah. <laughs> and interesting part of the bout. So, yeah, it's fascinating. Thanks for that. No problems. Down in the lower divisions, we're just keeping an eye on a few people. Why not? Shishi today, he moved to 2-0, the guy from Ukraine, Hokuseiho, he won his first bout. He's one and one and so did Hagiwara. We're on Hagiwara watch. Great stuff. Because we love good piano. <laughs> He's <laughs> one and one as well. Well, let's jump into Jurio. Oho got on the belt against Nishikigi to pick up his first win of Natsu. What a relief. He's one and Thank two. Thank goodness. Bushozan moved to three Zero after moving Nishiki Fuji over the line Oshidashi. There was a Monoe called, and to me, this looked like clearly the Gyoji's decision of giving it to Bushozan should have been reversed, but it was upheld here and Bushozan got the win. I never get sick of looking at Bushozan's face. I love him. I yeah, love that guy. We are big fans. I'm of on board his. for a 3 0 for him, even if it was wrong. Chio Tori lost today, so no triple double brother win. I've of got course. some. Bad news for you, actually. Okay. Well, it's not bad news. It could be great news. It's just that the triple-double might not be as far as it goes here because Oho is Taiho's grandson, right? Yes, we know that. Taiho has three other grandson, actually, sons, and two of them are also in sumo. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> so there's Mudoho, who is the youngest at Makushta 20 this much. Hozan is uh, Taiho's third grandson, the second eldest in Sandamne. You'll be pleased to know that the fourth is in wrestling. 
Oh, okay, right. Well, look, this brother thing is getting a bit overwhelming. Are there any cousins that we know of? Oh, oh here we go. Yeah, yeah. Now they'll work, start everyone. coming out of the with the woodwork. Well, let's keep going on. Jurio Kyokutaise, he moved to 3-0 after a spirited win against a busy Churunaumi. Kotashoho prevailed against Yutakiyama in an epic belt battle. Kotashoho now moves to 3-0. This was a battle of hearts for you on a mm. low-key basis. Absolutely, because they were both going for the 3-0. Yeah. And, I mean, Kotashoho coming back from, both of them coming back from Troubles and looking great. I think Yutakiyama would have loved to take this one. Well, if you looked at his face after it, that is definitely the case. Ura, he found himself in all sorts back on the bales before performing a miracle um, throw against Chiona or put him underneath him as he went down. They gave this one a Katasukashi win for Ura. He really can pull him out, can't he? Well, he he can, but you really don't want to see him uh, work like that. Enho. Now he showed up with his right elbow looking a bit ginger. Was it strapped? Was it not strapped? I know a lot of people on Twitter were saying it wasn't strapped. Did I, you think it was strapped? It looked strapped to me, but, <laughs> but the feed I had was quite low resolution, uh, so I couldn't tell whether there were shadows or it not. It was a skin coloured, <laughs> a perfectly now, skin coloured. Interestingly, while Enho was getting set for this one, Ura had to hand him mm. his Chikara Mizu, mm. but there didn't seem to be any hard feelings Did there they make eye the contact? Yeah, they did. Great. Gave each other a little grin in my mind. Well, Enho, though, strapped or not strapped, he wasn't great today. Something was definitely mm. amiss. He tried to slip around the much slower Tokushoryu, but Tokushoryu simply turned and thrust Enho out. Yeah, well, I think we know what's amiss. It's his enormous injury yep. that he hasn't strapped and that hasn't made him go Kujo. So maybe he will tomorrow, I think. I mean, nobody wants to see him go, of course. Um, everyone's really... Worried, you know, it could be Hakuho's last um, basho in July and it means that Enho wouldn't get to do uh, uh, yeah, the doyoiri. The doyoiri with him one last time. Oh, he'd, he'd turn up for a day, wouldn't he? Could he? Maybe, I guess well, so. Well, I mean, you can not go Kyujo. Yeah, he'd just come back for, for one day. But we also have seen elbow injuries plague Rikishi for a long time. So hopefully this is nothing but uh, time will tell. Let's move to the top division now. The first bout of the day was Ishiura up against Akua. Ishiura stepped around the side of Akua. He grabbed the belt, but Akua was fast in response, leans in, locks up Ishiura's arms. They stayed locked up and low before Ishiura tried to get things going and here all hell broke loose. Twice Ishiura tried to pull Akua forward during the scramble, but Akua kept his feet and pushed Ishiura over the bales. Oshidashi win. It was a really great bout to start the day. I love when there's a good one at the start. I wouldn't have picked this one necessarily to be good, but they both wanted this one. And by the start of the day, we mean the end of the day, but the start, start of, the of end. Makuchi. Ishiro, he's so super keen to do the meet and move, but I guess he has to admit that it's not going to work for everyone. And the more he does it, the more people are going to be expecting it. So Aqua, while he didn't, he put him away straight away, he, he did um, see it and recognise it, and then fought hard from there to get his first win. So Akua, he's one and two. Ishira is the same score. Kaisei up against Chiamaru. I don't know what happened here. Chiamaru, he got straight up on Kaisei's chest off the tachiya, then shoved him once from the side. Kaisei momentarily forgot how to sumo and fell over. I think Kaisei forgot how to stay upright. Yeah. I mean, the Chiamaru opening was good, but not great. Yeah. And Kaisei just crumbled here. Yeah, there's something missing from Kaisei at the moment. I don't know what it is. I, I can't don't get put my a spark. I don't get a, a it, real feeling that he's 
I mean, he's trying, but it's the spark's not there. Is it an injury issue? I can't remember there being an injury issue, so therefore I think it's just a spark thing. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Micah Shearer, 15, he's, it's yeah. only day three. He's one and two. <laughs> yes. He has won once. I don't know why I'm so down in the dumps. I just <laughs> think I'm used to him um, being much more of a presence is how I'd express it, I guess. And he's not usually an easy beat. Yes, yeah, exactly. So he's one and two. Chiamaru is now two and one at Magashira 16. Love to see it. Akisayama steps up next against Chiataryu. It was a strong, touchy eye, but Akisayama met the Chiataryu charge solidly. Akisayama lumbered forward and attacked, but Chiataryu was able to respond quickly and he just drove Akisayama straight back and over the bales, Yorikiri. Yeah, and Akisayama tried to pull in that position because what else could he do? But obviously it didn't work. Chiatari was too close and Chiatari with a win for his 800th bout in sumo. Good That's a lot him. of bouts. That's a lot of bouts. Them's a lot of bouts. Chiatari, his 3-0 unbeaten and Akisayama 1-2. and two. Well, Magashira 13, Dayamami, up against Magashira 12, hates being called that, Okunumi. Dayamami, he got on the belt early, but Okunumi, it was a pretty slow uh, change of grip. He slid his arms inside Dayamami's, helped himself to a Morizashi, and then took Dayamami across the Tawara. And then he flounced back to position with a look on his face like, why do I have to fight these guys? Yeah, he just looked at, like on a different level, didn't he, to Dayamami today. Very strong uh, from him. And at 3-0 now, you don't think he'll be hanging around Magashira 12 for very long. That's my prediction. Dayamami with that loss is 1-2. and two. Kodnawaka and Chiyoshoma were at it next. Chiyoshoma charged out of the touchy at Kodnawaka, but Kodnawaka let it come at him grabbed the arm as Chiyoshoma approached and twisted him around to the ground to pick up his first win. Yeah, he was passive again. We've commented how passive Kodnawaka was the last two days. He was passive again, but this time he used it to his advantage. If you could imagine a, a four quadrants, there being active passive, which he was today, yep. and normally we see passive passive. Yep. Yeah. He was. <laughs> I would say you know instead I mean? of active passive, he was passive pa active. Passive active, yep. yep. Yep, so he's, he's on the act. other side. Yep. <laughs> and so, pass, pass. <laughs> Konowaka with a, with a classic pass, pass act today <laughs> against Chiyoshoma. He gets his first win. They are both one and two. <laughs> Konowaka against Teretsuyoshi. Teretsuyoshi goes low. He's waiting for an in. He's sort of trying to dart around a little bit and see what he can manufacture against Kodoeko, but actually Kodoeko was waiting as well. He slapped Teretsuyoshi's attacks away a couple of times and when he came in again, he does a shove instead of a slap and Teretsuyoshi goes down. It's a Harakikomi win too. Kodoeko. Kodoeko looks so comfortable when the tempo is high like this. It, it, it seems to be where he's comfortable. He doesn't like getting set. He likes things to be chaotic and he finds a way to win like he, he did today. he was patient today, actually. Yeah. It, it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. Um, and the, but there was a lot of movement while he was being patient. Yeah, a bit of colour <laughs> and movement. Move <laughs> That's two losses in a row. <laughs> For uh, Teretsuyoshi, he's one and two, Koro Echo, two and one. I'm definitely going to stop that too, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, Shimura Umi up next against Kagiyaki. Both of these Rikishi winless uh, coming into this one. Kagiyaki shot out of the touchy eye, hit Shimura Umi hard. Kagiyaki lent in, but Shimura Umi found a way to resist here and he worked his way back into this one. 
He kept Kagiyaki off his body while keeping on the move. But when Kagiyaki attacked again, Shimonumi took his time. He twisted him around as he came forward and thrust him down to the dirt for a Tsukiyotoshi win. Yeah, look, I made that note too that he, when you say he took his time, I, I thought that he'd taken it a little bit slower today, Shimonumi waited for Kagiyaki's moves, which were decisive. He was really coming out. Oh, it was him good, wasn't he? With the arms. But then when Kagiyaki held him up by the neck and then pulled him forward, I think he was ready. I think he was yeah. kind of, he wasn't waiting for it, but he was ready, fell onto Kagiyaki instead, and it really worked for him. So that's Shimano Umi's first win. Quite a few guys picking up their first wins today. A Tsukiyotoshi win over Kagiyaki, who hasn't managed one yet. He's 0-3. Tamawashi up against Endo. Now, Tamawashi, when he's coming forward, just looks unstoppable, and he did it off the touchy eye again. He used the Norowa to take Endo by the neck right back to the bales. Endo arches backwards. Of course he doesn't want to step out. Tamawashi's hands were on either side of his face. It seemed uh, almost about – he seemed almost about to step over. But he just couldn't get him over. So Tamawashi let up the attack. Endo fell forward and was like, oh, here we go. Grabbed himself a left-hand grip, but Tamawashi was able to use that grip against him, suddenly swinging him forward and down. You don't see Norawa attack like this huge. It was so <laughs> He really had both hands clamped. Uh, Endo, Endo did a great job staying in this, but as you said, he had to put so much f- of his weight forward just to stay in it. Tamawashi felt that and capitalised. Yep, took that momentum. He's got a few plays in the playbook, Tamawashi, not just the Norawa. Certainly does. So with that win, Tamawashi is 3-0, and zero, Endo 2-1. and one. Tochinoshin and Takarafuji up next. Tochinoshin came out of the touchy eye hot. Takarafuji flicked him aside, moved him towards the bales. Takarafuji saw his chance here and he closed in. And while Tochinoshin tried to stay in this, he danced along the bales a little bit. Takarafuji was in the right spot at the right time and he secured the Oshidashi win. Yeah, Takarafuji just active today. It's the month before the performance plan hits and he's just putting in his best work. (laughs) He lost yesterday, but he was uh, good again today against a bit of a lacklustre Tochinoshin, I have to say. It, It was a bit. Really not being able to generate a lot of strength out of those knees at the moment. Tochinoshin, one and two. Takarafuji, two and one. Turigisho up against Ichinojo. Now, this was a really weird one to watch. There was a Mata first from Ichinojo. And he just kind of stood up and rushed forward with no plan. Yeah, it wasn't even like it was close. Uh, Tsurigisho was nowhere near ready to go and he ran forward, Ichinojo. Yeah, little baby steps. Very strange. Yeah. Everyone hoped that he would have a better idea for his second touchy eye. But it turned out that he didn't. Tsurugisho just stood up. There was no touchy eye clash. Tsurugisho didn't come forward. But Ichinojo did again. He did his little ballet steps forward. And Tsurugisho just clamped a hand on Ichinojo's belt. And as he came forward, Tsurugisho turned him around and out. Yorikiri. Yeah, it was very strange. The Ichinojo, like he did in the Mata, rushed forward, but didn't have a thrusting attack happening, wasn't looking for a belt grip. No. Just softly hit Tsurugisho and Tsurugisho yeah. put him away. It was it was very, very soft, actually. Weird. He just didn't do anything. No. There was no energy. He can have so much energy, Ichinojo. But, but even then, he's not the kind of ricochet to generate a lot of speed out of the touch. It's not how he wins bouts. 
So this was a bit of a head scratcher today. Well, he certainly can be faster than he was today. <laughs> he was, was extremely slow. He's two and one. That's his first loss, but it was just such a disappointing loss, I guess. Tsurigisho, that's his first win. Great stuff. Next bout of the day was Hoshoryu and Onosho. Hoshoryu met the big Onosho charge well, but just couldn't handle the follow-up. Onosho bustled forward, Hoshoryu completely unable to stem the flow here. Hoshoryu tumbles off the doyo, cleaning up the ringside shimpan. Both of them end up in a pile in the second row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hoshoryu down. I didn't think there were, I thought there were quite a few bouts today with, to be honest, pretty poor sumo. Wow, okay. And I thought, like the one, like Ichinojo before, there's some coming up. And here I didn't think that Hoshoryu really did anything useful like he pulled Anosho towards you Anosho's in form and he's he's a pusher thruster and he's yeah he's gonna shove you and he's gonna work in that straight line so don't invite him in yeah he invited him in he and did. he's surprised that he got evicted from the dinner table yeah yeah, I think he might want to have a look at the tapes on this one, Hoshori. I don't think it was good from him. No, and he certainly wouldn't be on social media tonight. Let's just say that. No, much. he's one and two. <laughs> oh, Nosha, that's his third win. He is unbeaten on three and zero at Maigashira five. Hidnoumi came up next against Miyogiryu, and Miyogiryu snagged a right hand inside. He is keen for a win. He hasn't managed to get one yet. Hidnoumi here was in a bit of trouble. But he waited, he was patient, and then he executed a beautiful fast makakai, the grip flip, got his arms in around Miyogiryu, similar to Okonomi early, came forward and wiggled his hips, threw his body around until Miyogiryu stumbled and fell. He crushed him down at Yori Taoshi. I thought this was pretty cool from Hidenomi. He continues to impress, doesn't he? Do you know that uh, they've met... I think this is their seventh meeting now, and Miyogiryu is yet to beat Hidenumi. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. They've met over the years from memory, I think from 2016, uh, down in Jurio mostly, some lower uh, Makuchi bouts, but he just can't crack Hidenumi. I wonder what it is. I mean, the the movement of Hidenumi's body, and then Miyogiryu just, just fell. He just couldn't deal with yeah, it. It was weird. Again, another strange bout. Hidenumi with that win is two and one. Miyogiryu, zero and three. Mitakuyumi up against Chianakuni. Chianakuni, another rikishi who has never beaten his opponent today. He's never beaten Mitakuyumi. Mitakuyumi had the better touchy eye, put Chianakuni instantly on the back foot. Mitakuyumi continued forward, and I wish I could say that Chianakuni put up some kind of fight here, but I can't. He was taken easily back and over the bales by Mitakuyumi. Absolutely no answers. He definitely wasn't going to pick up a win today. And not only that, he was limping really badly on his left leg after the bout. He couldn't really put weight on it. He needed help to get down off the doyo and then they just left him alone to walk down the Hanamichi. Have and they learnt nothing? No wheelchair, nothing, yeah. no help, no, nobody to support him until he, he got to his tsukebito. I do feel that with the thumb injury, you know, recovering from the cracked rib from last time, put an ankle injury on top of this. I don't think we will see him again this well, show. he's starting to give off. I know this is way too early to say this, but Ikioi vibes where there's a lot of things compiling, yeah. I guess is what I mean by that. Yeah. There's just a lot of things that have happened to him. He's been in sumo for so long and just dealt with so much and I'm starting to... <laughs> 
It feels too early for him to retire, like way too early. If he retired, I'd be so surprised, but he does seem to be building up injuries. Certainly does. So Chinakuni 0-3, Mitakumi 3-0. Kiribayama, Magashira 4 against Sekiwake Takanosho. Now this one was another one that looked like just a couple of guys who were just starting out in sumo in the car park and having a go at it. Kiribayama, a terrible touchy eye. He just kind of backed off. Takanosho, he came forward, fair enough. But he couldn't put Kiribayama away until Kiribayama tried to get out of the way. He tried to sort of jump out of the way on the bales and he just got tangled up and fell over to the side. Not the best sumo I've ever seen. No, Kiribayama doesn't look so settled yet. Uh, Takanosho obviously determined to win after coming off that loss yesterday. Uh, shows why he's why he is Sekiwake. I do think that Kiribayama will try. I think you mentioned it yesterday or or day one that he'll try absolutely anything to win. So I do think that sometimes that's why he loses in such yeah. a weird way, because he's he just never gives up. Yeah, even if he's all his legs are he's all twisted. twisted. Around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I this weird move on the edge. I think he was just trying anything to win. Yeah. So Takanosho two and one. Yeah, Kiribayama yet to trouble the scorers. He's zero and three. Sekiwake Takayasu up next against Meisei. Takayasu shot out of the touchy eye. He lunged forward with his right hand. Looked like he was searching for a low grip on Meisei's belt. But while he didn't find anything, he followed up with a strong shoulder hit that really destabilised Meisei. Takayasu rebalanced quickly, attacked again, and kept Meisei stumbling to his left and eventually to the dirt. Very similar to the bout before we saw with yeah. Kiribayama, just the feet getting tangled up. Yeah. I um, I didn't see as much in this bout. I think I must have watched it really quickly or something, but... I just saw Meisei backing off and backing off and backing off, but there must have been something that Takayasu was doing to force that. So, yeah, a, you know, a good in inverted commas win from him, but very defensive from Meisei. He's one and two. Takayasu, don't mind it, three and zero um, up there at the front very early on. Maegashira one, Hokuto Fuji against Ozeki. Takakeshi, let's see what happened with the Ozeki today. We've had a great day for them and a bit of a disaster day on day two. Today, Takakeshi did his brand of sumo for sure. He moved Hokuto Fuji back, who doesn't make any effort to or can't get out of the way, but he didn't even try to move sideways. He put up some resistance on the edge, fair enough, but Takakeshi just got down low down to the belly shoves and Hokuto Fuji couldn't withstand the pressure. Well... Yeah, this was puzzling again, wasn't it? Hokuto Fuji, move left or right. I know, I was just like, maybe go just somewhere do something. else. I mean, Takakesho, not to take anything away from him, it's a great response to his loss yesterday um, and just does, as you said, so perfectly his style of sumo and really shows that the strength is there, the fundamentals are there, the balance is there. Uh, because while we say that Hokuto Fuji should have done this and should have done that, a whole lot of Takakesho bearing down on you makes that very, very difficult. Yeah, that's right. And if he goes to the side, either side, that just puts him yeah. close to the Tawara, yep. but on the other side. Exactly. So, and then Takakesha can kind of come at him from the side. But yeah. I don't just, know, at least it's trying something. It's trying something. So poor old Hokuto Fuji at Maegashira 1 is 0 and 3 after the first three days. Ozeki Takakesho 2 and 1. The next Ozeki up was Ozeki Asuniyama, and he was taking on Maegashira 1, Wakataka Kage. Uh, there was a henka. I think it was a henka. I think it was a henka from Wakataka Kage. But really, Asuniyama 
shot by so fast and the henker was so clean that Wakataka Kage couldn't really touch him as he went past, so couldn't really capitalize on it. Asunyama swung around and then re-engaged and they locked up on the belt for quite a bit of time here. Wakataka Kage, he's the one who initiates but quickly finds himself on the bales. He fights his way off courageously and continues to stay mobile. And suddenly it's Asunyama who looks in trouble here. Wakataka Kage wraps around and starts forcing Asunyama back. The bales beckon and Asunyama is forced to submit, stepping across the bales. Wakataka Kage, this is his second Ginboshi yes. in two days. Yes. That's our Silver Star Sumo Mainichi Ginboshi, the Silver Star, for a win by a rank and file against, or no, by anyone. By anyone. Sorry, by anyone. <laughs> against, sorry, sorry. Do we need to review that? Is it okay that anyone can get a... I mean, it should... It should for purity, be a rank, rank and, and file, file. only. Because I imagine on the last few days when the Ozeki are fighting each other, we're like, you have a Kinboshi. Yes. You have a Kinboshi. <laughs> well, if it is Actually, Sanyaku, it definitely can't be an Ozeki on Ozeki. <laughs> okay, so should we, should we keep this traditional and say it's only rank and file? I think so. Okay. Yep, definitely. Yeah, Wakataka Kage, his sumo was so much more active here. He gave himself a blood nose with all the effort. Uh, he was the initiator. He was the driver. Asaniyama, he defended okay until the end. He definitely got himself out of some sticky situations, but he never went that aggressive. Do you see this as a problem for him? Oh, I know some people yeah. think it is. I, I know who those people are <laughs> and I know what they say. Um, I, I thought it was a valiant effort from both of them today. I think this was just a great bout. I think they both defended really well. I, th I think they both attacked really well. Asunyama did get Wakataka Kage to the bales, but mm. just couldn't finish him off. Asunyama's sumo isn't about aggression. I think it's about control and balance. Mm. It means that you might lose these ones occasionally. Do you think he needs to find just a little bit more in the balance aggression-wise? Oh, I'm happy where it Does is. Does he need to move a bit more into the... Um, what you know how we said passive and active? <laughs> Let's review that. Maybe it should be passive and aggressive. No, but see, you can't say passive aggressive. Passag. No, that's <laughs> no, got a whole other meaning. It's a whole it? other thing. But uh, well, he but, needs to go from passac to akpass or akak. Well, no, because you said his his style of sumo isn't active, isn't full aggressive. But but within the quadrant, you can be at different parts on the axis. Yeah, so he needs to move more move towards more. active yeah, at yeah. least. Right in the corner. Um, you, you weren't ha happy with his performance today? Um, well, he's lost against Meisei and now Wakataka Kage. So he's won two. I just think there's something missing. I was really hyping him up on day one because I saw him get into the a situation where he was in trouble and get out of it. Yeah. But here he couldn't do that. And I just wonder if a bit more, yeah, a bit more activity could do it for him, a bit more aggressiveness. I, oh, I, I mean, there's a different mindset coming into this. Wakataka Kage has very little to lose. Yes. And he can, sure. he can take more risks. Yep. Uh, so, you know, Asunyama, he's a Zeki. Don't but forget I think he that. needs to take more. I think that's exactly it. He needs to take more risks. Yeah. Just a few more, just, just few one more. every 10 bouts or something. Just take a risk. Well, he's, he's too, yeah. I'm just searching for the answer as to what's going wrong, I guess. So that's uh, two losses in a row for Asunayama now. Wakataka Kage, he's on 2-1. Things are looking good for him. 
Loving life. Tobizaru came up next against Terunofuji. And what can he do against a big man? Well, Terunofuji lets Tobizaru come forward, yanks him around with the arm, picks him up by the back of the moashi, lifts him up and throws him out of the doyo. This is like when they let the kids have a go against the ricochet in those <laughs> exhibition matches. Yeah, yeah. I did make it sound like he absolutely hoiked him into the stands. He didn't quite do that. It wasn't a full pickup. There weren't like two arms and two legs dangling in the air. It was actually a very clean throw. Yeah, yeah. Put him it, down to the dirt. It was very more down. It was a throw. It was an awatanage. Yeah, it was so clean that I think that Tobizaru would have got up with no dirt on him. Do you know? Because yeah. he, he just went down so smoothly. Yeah, he did look a bit rueful. He understood what had happened to him there, I think. Boy, Tobizaru's got a long way to go. I mean, I know matching up against the, you know, by far the best active ricochet at the moment. I guess what it, it's it's so interesting as a contrast to a Sanayama here because, you know, with Hakaho you get those vibes that if someone comes yeah. at him who's just not good enough, he's just going to, he's either going to play with him, which is not great, or he's just going to punish straight away. I get that vibe from Terunofuji. Like he's just, he was just so much I, better here. I, I think that's an excellent contrast. I think their opponents today were very different in Wakataka Kage versus Tobizaru. Like yeah, Wakataka Kage is very, he's very strong yep. and his sumo is, you can understand how he wins bouts. Yeah, yeah. The Tobizaru question still hangs. Yes. Uh, Ozeki Terunofuji is 3-0 after that win. Tobizaru 1-2. and two. Brings us to the final bout of the day. Karaban Ozeki Shodai up against Komasubi Daesho. Daesho opened strong, but the attacks weren't having the desired effect here. Shodai was able to move forward uh, and keeping Daesho's attacks really bailed up. Daesho fought back and they found themselves on the bales. Daesho comes at Shodai, but he shoves him aside and both Rikishi are suddenly overbalanced. So they're both facing out into the empty stadium. Uh, their momentum is carrying them out and their feet are right up against the bale, so they both have to launch themselves in the air. <laughs> it felt like time stood still here. Yeah. Wasn't this amazing? It was very beautiful. It was like an art piece um, where they, you know, they sort of had choreographed their exit from the ring. It was like they were doing a sumo dance showing what sumo should be like. Short eye, absolutely beautiful. Those small thighs, small thighs, small calves, just way up high into the air. Daesho, a little bit chunkier. And did he go down first? Well, the Gyoji gives it to Shodai, um, but obviously a Monoe did need to be called here. They were looking at whether Daesho's toes might have scraped as he launched yep. himself into the air. So there were two questions. Um, he launched himself from the Tawara. So as he went over, his foot rotated over it. So the first question was, did his toe touch the dirt there? So they did that beautiful zoom in on the dirt. Yeah. It didn't look like it had. So the second question was, did Daesho uh, go past the horizontal boundary of the doyo before? Sure, I did. And that was clear. Mm. It was clear watching that actually at full speed that yeah. he'd, he'd left first. The decision was upheld. Ozeki Shodai wins. There's a watching this in slow motion. You can see Shodai look across. Yes, he's got his eyes fixed on Daesho, going, "When is he going to jump? How long can he wait here yes. for?" Amazing. Yep, he watched him the whole time, like a hawk watching just, you, like a hawk. <laughs> just amazing stuff from Shodai. Yeah, 
He's so good in bad situations, Shorto, <laughs> but he just keeps getting himself in bad situations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when Daesho was really coming at him, I was trying to, oh. I was flashing back to, you know, all of Daesho's other fights during his U show and what people did against him. And Shorto is pretty good at sort of shoving him aside, but, um, yeah, I guess he's a bit passive as well and sort of just waits for that opportunity to to win rather than forcing it. Well, there's three Ozekis who won today, so and Shoto was one of them, so it can't have been too bad, although it was very close. Shoto's had some close ones in oh, the last six months. I know, I know. So Shoto won, Terunofuji won, Takakesha won, so it's a 3-1 out of the four Ozeki. And Asaniyama just... Disaster. Yeah, absolute disaster. Another thing to point out today, I called this the Okuridashi Basho, uh, and you've got to go all the way down to mid Makushta today oh. to see it Okuridashi. <laughs> I noticed that the hashtag Okuridashi Basho was dead quiet this afternoon, <laughs> and I knew something was up. So it looks like that's over. Oh, no. You did call it early. It was it was bold and brave. Thank you for your support during these difficult times. Let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. We might just have a look at San Yaku. So we have Daesho taking on Chianakuni. Oof, boy, mm, that's uh -oh. no good. Takayasu has to take on Wakataka Kage. Oh, gosh. They've met four times before. Wakataka Kage holds a 3 1 record mm -hmm. against Takayasu, but Takayasu in much better form now at Sekiwake. Miyogiryu takes on Takanosho. Shodai goes, goes up against Tobizaru. Meisei takes on Takakesho. Asuniyama has to take on Hokuto Fuji. Yeah, after you've just lost two in a row. You well, get slammed with true, Hokuto they, Fuji. They. It's 9-2 Asuniyama's way. So again, Hokuto Fuji hasn't quite found a way to work out Asuniyama yet. And the final bout of the day, Mitakumi against Terunofuji. Both on 3-0. Both on 3-0. Mitakumi looking in very, very good form at the moment. Can he beat Terunofuji? Perhaps. Perhaps. It'll be a real test for Mitakumi because I think that even if he loses, I'm interested in how he loses. Yes, yeah, I'm quite interested in Mitakumi's bouts at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's got something back. I can't he's, define uh, it yet. Well, I mean, that's the whole Mitakumi riddle though, isn't it? Yeah. What is it and when is it coming back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and where did it go? We may never know. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Day 3 of Sumo Manichi. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks. Bye. Bye.